0: Hello, my name is Azucena Huerta, welcome to my podcast, today I'm going to be talking about Mesoamerican life before 1600, specifically I'm going to be focusing on Aztecs, Aztec um, people, and beliefs, and um, things like that, first of all, I'm taking a class Mexican American Studies at U of H, and my teacher provided, you know, a little snapshot videos on the Aztecs. I got a lot of my information from that. The video today that I got my information from specifically is called "Misunderstood Moments in History: Rise of the Aztec Empire." This is a video I'm getting my information from. Okay, so, from what I gathered, the, um, the Aztec people were originally more nomadic. Um, every 10, 15, 20 years or so, they would go along, you know, make these little, um, city-states, and then after they were done, they'd move on to the next. But, um, in about 1285... Uh, they started becoming a little more permanent. They um, took up agriculture. They took up trade. And they also made alliances through marriages and such. So this helped them get a more permanent footing and, um, you know, establish more permanent things. Um, So they did that, moved around a lot. And then in 1325 um the main group of the Aztecs founded a a capital on Lake Texcoco. Okay, and then from there the Aztecs got a, a new king um around 1375 Acam Achimab- Eventually, and here is, you know, when they started to, you know, rise, really get some temples, roads, all of that. They built temples, canals, streets, cities. I mean, around here is when they really started to establish what we think of as, this was the beginning of the Aztecs. Okay. So as years go on, they're they're building, they're building some more, and um, like I said, that was the late 1370s, 1390s, and in about 1426, Ita Cotel became the new king of the Mexico people, became a warrior king. And New King of Mexico. Okay. And then there was a triple alliance. This triple alliance is what we know as the um, Aztec Empire. So now Texcoco joined Teno'Hitlan, Tlacopan. all of them joined together during the ruling of Itscohtel and now we have this triple alliance and this is what we know as the true Aztec Empire. They started to expand. You know, Mexico, they had all three different parts, but they wanted more. So expanding into the southern breadbasket, they wanted more land. They wanted, you know, to campaign more. Here I learned what a hemogenic empire was. It it was a hemogen... uh, Hegemonic Empire is a newly conquered land with troops, hostages, tributes. And, um, I will say that the Aztec Empire, we're really going to be focusing on the rulers from Tenochtitlan. Okay, so now we're in 1427. Now we're in 1444. When, um... Makazuma one became the king. Um, this is when you really started to see the distinction between nobles and commoners. Um, a lot of political consolidation going on here. He started a lot of building projects and he started to expand even more. After that, there was a couple of rulers that didn't do um there weren't really much they didn't really um they kind of let the aztec empire's image down and then finally in 1502 Moctezuma second was elected king and that is the aztecs we know that is the aztecs that the europeans encountered um with the arrival of the Spanish in 1519, so the thing is that Aztecs get a bad name because their history isn't is known but not really because the Europeans encountered them in about 1519. What was known about them before that went kind of up in the air. Um, the Europeans are coming in with their own ideas, their own beliefs, and the Aztecs get a bad name because of their you know religion. They have been known to ritually sacrifice humans, but not the way we think. they're not killing and killing just thousands. It's it's not their game plan. They don't set out to do this. It's just for ritual purposes. But the Europeans kind of painted them in a bad light, I would think, because they didn't understand their religion, their gods, their beliefs. But I think that's what we don't understand about the Aztecs till this day. It's not... They really weren't as bad... I would say that was the most misunderstood about them. But, I mean, when Hernandez, when um, Cortez arrived, he was just amazed by the city, this empire of Montezuma and the Aztecs, because the city was brilliant, the canals, the buildings, the gold. It was beautiful to them, and... He got greedy, and he wanted this. He wanted all of the the, um, the shiny new things. And this is what led to the fall of the Aztecs. They let Cortez in. They let him into the city. They tried to trust him. They gave him gifts. But he was plotting as soon as he got there. And the fall of Tenochtitlan in 1521 was a combination of disease, smallpox, and Cortez just fighting until he got what he wanted. I mean, this fight lasted I don't know how long. But I the thing was the other city-states that were paying tribute to the Aztec people also were getting tired of it, so they joined forces with Cortez. And when Cortez took over the city, he took over it with help from the other city-states, um, specifically Texla Gala. So... I know from my video that smallpox took out almost 40% of Tenochtitlan, and Cortez just planned a siege, and he took over the city. Montezuma was killed. We don't know if he was killed by Cortez, he was killed by his own people, but most likely killed by Cortez and his people. But finally, on the 30th of June, the southern causeway Cortez, he made it to the city and he took out these powerful people. And that was the end of them as we know it. But I really do think that the Aztecs were great um, great people and they were given a bad name and they were not human sacrificing on a daily basis. They weren't savages like people thought, and I think there's still a lot that we can know about them. That's it.